0: Section 14 of A Failure of Initiative. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. A Failure of Initiative Final Report of the Select Bipartisan Committee to Investigate the Preparation for and Response to Hurricane Katrina by the united states house of representatives chapter fourteen levies part one what happened to us this year however can only be described as a catastrophe of biblical proportions we in louisiana know hurricanes and hurricanes know us we would not be here today if the levies had not failed Kathleen Babineau-Blanco, Governor, State of Louisiana, Select Committee Hearing, December Fourteenth, Two 2005. Summary The levees protecting New Orleans were not built to survive the most severe hurricanes. It was a well-known and repeatedly documented fact that a severe hurricane could lead to overtopping or breaching of the levees and flooding of the metropolitan area. In fact, for years the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, USACE, has had a written plan for underwatering, i.e., draining New Orleans in such a contingency this well-known threat was the motivation for fema to sponsor the hurricane pam exercise the potential for katrina to be the big one and breach the levees was also the key reason for the national weather service governor of louisiana and mayor of new orleans to issue such dire warnings Once construction of the levees was completed by USACE, the responsibilities for operating and maintaining the levees were split among many local organizations, which is the standard cooperation agreement for carrying out flood control projects nationwide. The costs of constructing these projects are shared, with operation and maintenance being a 100% local responsibility these include levee boards in each parish as well as separate water and sewer boards the number of organizations involved and disagreements among them makes accountability diffuse and creates potential gaps and weaknesses in parts of the flood protection system in one case, improvements to levee strength, which may have mitigated or prevented some of the critical breaches that flooded downtown New Orleans, were rejected by the competing local organizations. There also appeared to have been lapses in both maintenance and inspections of selected levees, including those that breached. Also, prior to Hurricane Katrina, residents along those same levees reported they were leaking. Another potential lapse in maintenance. Despite the well-known importance of the levies and the consequences of failure, the local levy boards responsible for maintaining and operating the levies did not have any warning system in place while federal regulations require that they monitor levees during periods of potential flooding the requirement is impractical to implement during a hurricane in addition to no warning system the loss of communications situational awareness and only sporadic reports of flooding from a variety of sources made it difficult to confirm that there were breaches in the levees and then to assess the damage these factors as well as physical difficulties of getting to the breach sites combined to delay repair of the levee breaches the ultimate causes of the levee breaches and subsequent flooding of new orleans are yet to be determined at least four forensic investigations are underway to examine scientific evidence and determine the reasons for levee breaches these include investigations by usace's engineer research and development center the national science foundation nsf the american society of civil engineers asce and louisiana state university lsu possible causes include one the design was not appropriate for the purpose two the storm exceeded levee design standards three the levees were not actually built to the original design standards four the levees were not properly maintained or five, a combination of these and other factors. Finding. Levees protecting New Orleans were not built for the most severe hurricanes. New Orleans is protected from flooding by a system of levees. As noted in the background chapter, hurricanes threaten the Gulf Coast every year, and New Orleans is particularly vulnerable because of its location and topography. The majority of the metropolitan area is below sea level over the years the city has continued to sink due to drainage subsidence and compaction of the soils as an example of previous damage hurricane betsy brought extensive destruction to new orleans when it made landfall in louisiana in september nineteen sixty five unfortunately many of the descriptions and photos from hurricane betsy sound and look familiar to our nation as it considers the damage from hurricane katrina forty years later According to USACE's after-action report on Hurricane Betsy, point, she left in her wake a path of destruction unparalleled by any other storm in the recorded history of Louisiana. Point, Betsy inundated over 5,000 square miles of Louisiana, including highly populated urban areas in Orleans and St. Bernard parishes. Point, Extensive flooding was caused by overtopping and breaching of existing protection levees in Orleans, Placomon, and Saint Bernard parishes. Point. As Betsy's winds and tidal surge rolled inland, entire buildings were swept away from their foundations and floated as far as ten miles away. Point. Betsy left 81 dead, over 17,600 injured, and caused the evacuation of 250,000 to storm shelters. Point. Betsy left thousands homeless in South Louisiana. Returning refugees often found only a pile of debris where their homes had stood just days before. Point. Betsy left numerous towns in South Louisiana with no means of communication after hurricane Betsy in nineteen sixty five federal and state governments proposed a number of flood control projects to deal with the threat of hurricanes and the flooding they might cause in new orleans these included a series of control structures concrete flood walls and levees along lake pontchartrain and several other waterways one of the major projects is formerly called the lake pontchartrain and vicinity louisiana hurricane protection project This project included levees along the Lake Pontchartrain lakefront, the 17th Street Canal, the London Avenue Canal, the Orleans Avenue Canal, the Intercoastal Waterway, the Industrial Canal, the Mississippi River Gulf Outlet, and other areas. Although the project was federally authorized, it was a joint federal, state, and local effort with shared costs. Levees were designed for a standard hurricane, not the most severe hurricanes. The levees protecting New Orleans were not designed to withstand the most severe hurricanes. According to USACE's plans for underwatering New Orleans, quote, the hurricane protection system is not designed for the largest storms, and as a result, the metropolitan area is vulnerable to flooding from hurricane storm surges, end quote. USACE originally designed the levees around New Orleans to protect against a hurricane intensity that might occur once every two to three hundred years. This protection level was used by USACE in consultation with the U.S. Weather Bureau to develop specific criteria for a standard project hurricane. The Standard Project hurricane is a statistical compilation of many combined hurricane parameters or characteristics intended to simulate a natural hurricane occurrence in southeast Louisiana. The Standard Project hurricane was used not only for the Lake Pontchartrain project but also nationwide for all hurricane protection projects where the loss of human life is possible according to usace the standard project hurricane was used to design the new orleans levees and is roughly equivalent to a fast-moving or moderate category three hurricane however there is no direct comparison of the standard project hurricane to a specific category on the saffir simpson hurricane scale which did not exist when the levees were designed As shown in the table below, the standard project hurricane is equivalent to a hurricane with Category 2 winds, Category 3 storm surge, and Category 4 barometric pressure. In addition, there is no standard hurricane. The actual forces that levees need to withstand are a function of several factors. According to the preliminary NSF study, The actual wind, wave, and storm surge loadings imposed at any location within the overall flood protection system are a function of location relative to the storm, wind speed and direction, orientation of levees, local bodies of water, channel configurations, offshore contours, vegetative cover, etc. They also vary over time as the storm moves through the region. Similarly, USACE documents indicate that, quote, overtopping will depend upon the intensity of the storm, the track that the center or eye of the storm follows, and the speed at which it travels along the track. End quote. Although the Lake Pontchartrain project is named a hurricane protection project, a number of factors other than saving lives and property are included in the design of such projects. For example, in addition to protecting urban and community lives and health the design of such projects must include environmental and economic effects and ensure that benefits of the completed project outweigh its cost of construction in discussing the design of the lake pontchartrain project in a nineteen seventy eight hearing usace district commander for new orleans colonel early rush stated even though economists may, and in this case did, favor protection to a lower scale to produce a higher ratio of benefits to projected costs, the threat of loss of human life mandated using the standard project hurricane. End quote. Potential for Katrina to breach levees was well known, leading to urgent warnings. Even with its hurricane protection system, it was common knowledge that New Orleans was susceptible to hurricane caused flooding the risks of a major hurricane and flooding in new orleans had been covered in the general media by scientific american october two thousand and one and national geographic october two thousand and four as well as in emergency management literature a recent article in the natural hazards observer stated when hurricane katrina came ashore on august twenty nine she ended decades of anticipation there were few hazards in the united states more studied by scientists and engineers and there was ample warning that a strong storm could cause the city of new orleans to flood emergency planners in the local area were particularly knowledgeable about this potentiality a november two thousand four article in natural hazards observer written by shirley lasca of the center for hazards assessment response and technology at the university of new orleans laid out the hypothetical case that hurricane ivan had hit new orleans the article cites a fictional situation that is now all too real to the nation new orleans was spared at this time but had it not been hurricane ivan would have caused the levees between the lake and the city to overtop and fill the city bowl with water from lake levee to river levee in some places as deep as twenty feet recent evacuation surveys show that two-thirds of non evacuees with the means to evacuate chose not to leave because they felt safe in their homes other non evacuees with means relied on cultural traditions of not leaving or were discouraged by negative experiences with past evacuations should this disaster become a reality, it would undoubtedly be one of the greatest disasters, if not the greatest, to hit the United States, with estimated costs exceeding $100 billion. Survivors would have to endure conditions never before experienced in a North American disaster. Hurricane Ivan had the potential to make the unthinkable a reality. Next time, New Orleans may not be so fortunate. End quote. Because of the well-known potential for flooding, USACE has had a plan for several years for draining New Orleans. Underwatering Plan, Greater Metropolitan Area, New Orleans, Louisiana, dated August 18, 2000. This plan provides details on the hurricane protection system and describes methods to get the water out after catastrophic flooding from a hurricane. The premise of the plan is that a Category 4 or 5 hurricane may produce storm surge water levels of sufficient height to overtop the existing protection system. The plan lays out a series of scenarios that could occur and suggests appropriate emergency responses to unwater the area. For example, in one case, there is catastrophic flooding due to complete overtopping of the levees and flood walls and inundation of the protected area. There will be extensive and severe erosion of levees and perhaps complete breaches. Due to the high water levels, all of the pumping stations will probably be flooded with major damages. The levee districts and drainage departments may be dysfunctional to some degree. End quote in more recent years well before hurricane katrina questions were raised about the ability of the lake pontchartrain project to withstand more powerful hurricanes than the standard project hurricane such as a category four or five hurricane usace had discussed undertaking a study of modifications needed to increase the strength of the existing levees but no formal study was undertaken as discussed earlier in the hurricane pam chapter fema sponsored the hurricane pam exercise to look at the response to and recovery from a catastrophic hurricane hitting new orleans and flooding the city in that scenario it was a slow-moving category three storm something that could quite easily happen and the exercise scenario was designed so that it totally flooded the city so that the participants could try to understand the full impacts of a flooded New Orleans, end quote. according to Ivor Van Heerden, the LSU professor who used computer modeling to help create a realistic hurricane for the exercise. Again, the key reason for that exercise was the well-known potential for levee failure and catastrophic flooding in the metropolitan area. As Katrina turned and began its track toward New Orleans, the potential for the levees overtopping or breaching and flooding New Orleans resulted in a number of dire warnings from federal, state, and local officials. As also discussed in the evacuation chapter, the National Weather Service issued a warning on Sunday, August 28, stating that Katrina was, quote, a most powerful hurricane with unprecedented strength, that devastating damage was expected, and that most of the area will be uninhabitable for weeks, and that there will be human suffering incredible by modern standards. End quote. Governor Blanco also made dire predictions, stating in several interviews on Saturday and Sunday that flooding in New Orleans was a major concern. On Saturday, at approximately 8 p.m., she appeared on CNN and said that in New Orleans, Quote, the storm surge could bring in 15 to 20 feet of water. People in the city of New Orleans will not survive that if indeed that happens. End quote. Similarly, in a news conference on Sunday morning, Mayor Nagin said, quote, The storm surge most likely will topple our levee system. End quote. Finding responsibilities for levee operations and maintenance were diffuse. USACE oversees design and construction, then turns levees over to local sponsors. Several organizations are responsible for building, operating, and maintaining the levees surrounding metropolitan New Orleans. USACE generally contracts to design and build the levees after construction. USACE turns the levy over to a local sponsor. USACE regulations state that once a local sponsor has accepted a project, USAEC may no longer expend federal funds on construction or improvements. This prohibition does not include repair after a flood. Federally authorized flood control projects, such as the Lake Pontchartrain Project, are eligible for 100% federal rehabilitation if damaged by a flood the mississippi river levees are the exception to the arrangement just described usaec operates and maintains these levees these levees generally withstood hurricane katrina except for a breach south of new orleans in Plaquemines parish the parish that took the full force of hurricane katrina at landfall the local sponsor has a number of responsibilities In accepting responsibilities for operations, maintenance, repair, and rehabilitation, the local sponsor signs a contract, called a cooperation agreement, agreeing to meet specific standards of performance. This agreement makes the local sponsor responsible for liability for that levy. For most of the levies surrounding New Orleans, the Louisiana Department of Transportation and Development was the state entity that originally sponsored the construction. After construction, the state turned over control to local sponsors. These local sponsors accepted completed units of the project from 1977 to 1987, depending on when the specific units were completed. The local sponsors are responsible for operation, maintenance, repair, and rehabilitation of the levies when the construction of the project, or a project unit, is complete. Local sponsors do not have control over all factors that could affect their parts of the levy system. The local sponsors include a variety of separate local organizations. For example, different parts of the Lake Pontchartrain and vicinity, Louisiana Hurricane Protection Project, were turned over to four different local sponsors, to include the Orleans, East Jefferson, Lake Bourne, and Pontchartrain Levy Districts. In addition, there are separate water and sewer districts that are responsible for maintaining pumping stations. The USACE Unwatering Plan notes these arrangements by stating that, among other factors, quote, the political boundaries with internal local levees have resulted in this series of loops or bowls of low-lying ground encircled by levees and flood walls. Each of these areas is served by its own drainage collection and pumping stations, end quote. The different local organizations involved had the effect of diffusing responsibility and creating potential weaknesses. For example, levee breaches and distress were repeatedly noted at transition sections where different organizations were responsible for different pieces, and thus two different levee or wall systems joined together. According to USACE, quote, At sections where infrastructure elements were designed and maintained by multiple authorities, and their multiple protection elements came together, the weakest or lowest segment or element controlled the overall performance. Similarly, a scientist working on the NFS study, Raymond Seed, stated there needs to be better coordination of these transition sites. Peter Nicholson, head of an ASCE team investigating the levees, said in response to a question of whether transition sections mattered, quote, "'Well, certainly we find that each individual organization will do as they see fit, and when the two sections of the flood control system operated or owned, designed, maintained by each of those different organizations come together, they may be in two different manners. They may have two different heights. They may be two different materials.' The different organizations also have different agendas, and sometimes these can thwart efforts to improve the safety of the overall system. SEED also provided an example where USACE had suggested improvements to the strength of the system that were rejected by the competing organizations. According to SEED, quote, No one is in charge you have got multiple agencies multiple organizations some of whom aren't on speaking terms with each other sharing responsibilities for public safety the corps of engineers had asked to put floodgates into the three canals which nominally might have mitigated and prevented the three main breaches that did so much destruction downtown but they weren't able to do so because unique to new orleans the reclamation districts who are responsible for maintaining the levees are separate from the water and sewage district which does the pumping ordinarily the reclamation district does the deep water pumping which is separate from the water system these guys don't get along while required inspections of levees were done some deficiencies in maintenance were not fully addressed Both USACE and the local sponsors have ongoing responsibility to inspect the levees. Annual inspections are done both independently by USACE and jointly with the local sponsor. In addition, federal regulations require local sponsors to ensure that flood control structures are operating as intended and to continuously patrol the structure to ensure no conditions exist that might endanger it records reflect that both USACE and the local sponsors kept up with their responsibilities to inspect the levees. According to USACE, in June 2005, it conducted an inspection of the levee system jointly with the state and local sponsors. In addition, GAO reviewed USACE's inspection reports from 2001 to 2004 for all completed project units of the Lake Pontchartrain project. These reports indicated the levees were inspected each year and had received quote acceptable ratings. End quote. However, both the NSF funded investigators and USACE officials cited instances where brush and even trees were growing along the seventeenth Street and London Avenue Canals levees, which is not allowed under the established standards for levee protection thus although the records reflect that inspections were conducted and the levees received acceptable ratings the records appeared to be incomplete or inaccurate in other words they failed to reflect the tree growth and of course neither usace nor the local sponsor had taken corrective actions to remove the trees in addition there was apparently seepage from one canal before hurricane katrina indicating problems had developed in the levee after construction specifically residents of new orleans who live along the seventeenth street canal said water was leaking from the canal and seeping into their yards months before hurricane katrina caused the levee system to collapse the leaks they said occurred within several hundred feet of the levee that later failed national public radio which reported the story said state and federal investigators say that a leak may have been an early warning sign that the soil beneath the levee was unstable and help explain why it collapsed they also say if authorities had investigated and found that a leak was undermining the levee they could have shored it up and prevented the catastrophic breach national public radio also reported that work orders confirmed that the sewage and water board had visited the location of the seepage a number of times However, both U.S.A.C.E. and the Orleans Levee District, with shared responsibilities for inspecting the levees, reported that they had not received any reports of seepage at the site. End of section 14